0: Hey, everybody, I'm so excited. I can't stand it. The new commemorative Kate Daly Show coin, limited edition is here. It's ready. And you can purchase one. You can help Truth and Radio. 99 bucks. And, of course, for value, you've got a real silver coin. And that sits in your pocket, which is real nice at $40, $45 value. And it's only supposed to skyrocket, so it's a good investment. It's an investment into silver. It's an investment into Truth and Radio. The coin itself says, be faithful, be fearless, just like we need to be. And modeled after the flowing hair coin. That was the first coin ever minted in the United States, ever. 1794 when we became a country let's celebrate history let's celebrate truth and radio and the show needs it we need your help we can't go on it's a very expensive show we cannot do this without you we can't grow without you and so this is a limited edition please get one before they're gone and let me just tell you This coin is gorgeous. You can go see it at KateDallyRadio.com. Really easy to order. Just click on the link. Takes you two seconds. But if you can order several of these or order one for yourself and maybe some for friends or family, it's a great way to celebrate what's so important in this country. Truth, education, all the things that we need as a populace. And I love the guests that I have on the show. I love the co-hosts like Chris Ann Hall coming on to educate us. And let me just tell you, This is worth it. This is a way that instead of just listening, you can act by having one of these in your home. It comes in a beautiful case. And on the back, it says, in God we trust, united we stand. Also on the front, it says, the Kate Daly Show, be faithful and be fearless. I hope we always remain faithful and fearless because that's what it's going to take to get through all of this. And I hope that you purchase one of these coins, please, to keep this show on the air. And uh, a big thank you, big heartfelt thank you from me, all the co-hosts. Because this show is not corporate owned. We run from you. We run off of you. And I thank you. I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Please go purchase one of these. We've been waiting for this for a long time. And get one before it's gone. Thanks katedalyradio.com. Look for the link on the top.
1: Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and due to your incredible support, the original my slippers are almost completely sold out. As a special thank you, I am launching my brand new all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code, and you'll get all my new footwear for as low as $29.98. My all-season slippers are made with my exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. They're finished with a breathable fabric so you can wear them all year round. And my new slides and sandals are made with patented impact gel, making them ultra comfortable and extremely durable. I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable footwear you'll ever own. So go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen now to get your very own all-season slipper slides and sandals for as low as $29.98 with your promo code. This is an introductory offer and it won't last long, so I'll order now. Calling all mediocre males. Women's sports is up for grabs. It's time to live your dream. The Kate Daly Show starts now.
2: It's totally unreasonable and unacceptable That you guys have not been responsible with our budget. Um, we are heading for a recession and the city is trying to find solutions for affordable housing and you're increasing our taxes significantly and constantly, it passes down to renters, making it even more unaffordable. The city manager has a staff of seven with $105 million in budget. That's $214,000 a year. When the average salary in St. George is under $54,000 a year for the taxpayer. So why are the taxpayers paying your exorbitant salaries while we are suffering and paying more taxes? so, and I also want to know why increasing taxes is not something that the citizens vote on. We, we elected you as officials, but you're constantly increasing our taxes. Don't you think the taxpayers should have a say and vote in determining what the tax increase should be? And just thank you for the consideration, and I do support the police department and fire department, and I do want them to have the salaries they deserve, but I think you guys have a budget to find that to make it necessary.
3: It's, it's astonishing what you guys have put the first responders into. You've grown the budget 57% in two years, but you didn't find the funds for them. That's a total dereliction of duty. We all support these people. We all need public safety. But 500 million plus dollars is ridiculous to, to not be able to budget that in and find a way to, to fund them. Thank
0: you. Uh, welcome to Pete Daly Show. On a Monday Live, Uncle Miltie's with me. How are you?
4: OK. what's up well nothing's up you listen to those comments and
0: uh, you know it's it's a wonder when the mayor and the city and the city manager and the the debbie the assistant uh and everybody's sitting there listening to this and not taking in anything it's just citizens are going you're you're robbing us blind and and they just sit there Michelle Tanner at least stood up for everybody, but everybody else just sat there and looks. At, they just look at the audience like, "Well, too bad."
4: However, <laughs> in all fairness, mm-hmm. I will never mm-hmm. ever forget the look on Randall's face Mayor Randall. when when mm-hmm. no one seconded her motion to, tax to hike. pass the taxes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I bet was it was something. Best. It was fantastic.
0: Wow. We talked about, I talked about this on Friday. I played some clips uh, only because I was, I was just wanting everybody to realize where we're at as a city. Uh, as, and this goes for Washington, too. They're not off the hook. They're doing the same kinds of things. Yep. This goes for all the cities. Is that the council members sat there and talked about parks and recreation. The, the, everybody was there for the tax hike for the cops. Right. And all you heard was this worship of our city being identified by its part multi multi million dollar parks and recreation and how that's who we are and it helps with children being outside to play and it's mentally mentally helpful uh, to get exercise. And I'm sitting there thinking, I'm listening to city council members whose main job it is, is to fund police, fire, and streets. Yeah. And they're going off about parks and rec. And I hope everybody is seeing this. They value parks and rec over police and fire. <laughs> and they're, But they're telling you with their words that they love, the oh, everyone supports the police department. Really? Because from the looks of it, you are protecting your parks and rec. That's what you're protecting. Mm -hmm. That's the, that was that the whole reason that people were hired to do this job is to promote some sort of city identity that we don't have. um, That is all about parks and rec. Is this, is this why we pay taxes is so that they can give us a identity as a city. This is who we are. This is what we stand for. How about we stand for truth? Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead.
3: Yeah, I say they just uh, ought to put it as a vote to the people. Hey, how about a tax for fire and for police? And it will pass because they already did that for recreational arts and parks, the rat tax.
0: That went through, and yeah. that's
3: what they're going to do here, I bet you again.
0: Well, they have to find it in the budget now, and they have till September uh, to do that. But it was interesting that we still went with the five-year plan that's unnecessary. We talked about this on Friday because there's no need for five-year plan when you pass a budget every year and you add cops as needed. We, what, if we don't, what if the recession hits so hard we don't, ha- we don't have a need to have an additional one or two cops? Then we don't add them. Why the fi- why the insistence of a five-year plan, right, to gouge us right now? That's what the insistence is for. They should all be ashamed of that.
3: Yeah, and all, also the state, kind of the, the whole budgetary process, people up above want to see this five-year plan yeah, that the yeah. states and the counties and everybody yeah. makes because it justifies an entire department. Yeah. of why you got to have those people because they have to make them and create that. Yeah. But I can already see coming down the road because they want more of this and more of that. And if they can't get it out of the budget, they're going to get it by direct taxation. Like they did with the rat tax.
5: Mm,
0: thank you. Really appreciate the call. Yep. Uh, let's take another one. Hi caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead.
5: Hey, Kate. Hey. I'm hey. Mil- hey. Hey. Um, love, love, love that this, community came out and um, put that that down. Yes. (laughs) That was fantastic. That was awesome. Um, I don't know if you heard about it, but a little bit ago, Cedar City tried to do the same thing to its citizens, Uh and uh, they were trying to pass a gym referendum in the middle of a recession. Pass a what? Um, It's going to cost a ton of money, and Uh we had a lot of people in the community come out, and they voiced their Mm -hmm. disdain Mm -hmm. for the idea, and the city council was exactly the same. It it was, but the kids need this, and, and the kids and the kids and all of this amazing, you mm-hmm. know, parks and recreation crap. Mm-hmm. But we weren't as fortunate as St. George because they would not back down, and they told us that they had emails of people supporting them to counter everybody who showed up. We must have had <laughs> what a people there that night? Whoa! And so so we had to, to actually basically threaten them. Uh-huh. um and file a grievance against them and then ask all we were asking for was to get on the ballot
1: so that right.
5: people could actually vote on the the tax hike mm-hmm. and they they came back with the final bid and obviously it was way over the top but we had to go around and collect signatures in order to get it to stop jeez jeez so, oh. so thank goodness for diligent people in the oh, community who I stand up and do what they need to do in order to keep these people in their place and then get them out. Amen. Thank you for that. Thank you. Uh,
0: Amen to you. Over 200 people that showed up in person.
4: Well, and it works. I mean, as long as we stick together and show up in force, they're going to back.
0: Well, yeah, because they can't look at all your faces and then do that. Uh, They can't, they can't pass taxation on you and, they really, you know, they should be—they should be so ashamed of themselves for uh, manipulating you in that way. And that's what I talked about Friday was the manipulation process of putting putting all the junk inside the bill and the things they're supposed to do on the outside of the bill yeah. and saying that it's contingent on a tax so that you'll vote for it. That's that's a dereliction of duty like the citizen said and and I sure hope people understand how manipulative this process is when um when Adam Lenhart the city manager by the way has what a staff of 8 I mean, is your job that hard for 95,000 people that you need a staff of 8 whose salaries are way i mean doubling and tripling that of the average Saint George resident you need you need a staff of 8 so uh, the the you know you have to have all of this decided tonight. I'm so glad Michelle Tanner called him out. City council member called him out on it, and then of course he went, oh yeah okay, yeah okay we can wait till September. I'm new I'm new you know and I thought no you're not. You've been doing this a really long time. You're not new at anything. Um, there's just a lot of manipulation and people need to know about it. It's it's not okay. This is not okay. Nope. This is not okay. They're doing this to you guys. I I. I when they all sat there, and, and it was almost like, what reason could we find that we love our parks and rec and that we're going to protect the funding of golf courses and parks, and that's our job? Did you guys notice that they think that's what their job is? Jimmy Hughes thinks that's his job. Danielle Larkin thinks that's her job.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: So does Greg uh, MacArthur. So does Natalie Larson. They think that their job is to implement multimillion-dollar parks for you. How many parks can a city have? They have over fifty what, what they're not even full. Why do they need these multi-million dollar projects in parks? It's insanity
4: I just love that they set up in Cedar City. Well, well, we have lots of emails from people who are too lazy to get off their butt and come down here <laughs>
5: <laughs> Oh
0: my gosh uh-huh. oh Cedar City, what in the world's going on with you guys? Uh, that's just. It's just sad to see what government's evolved into. You know, Romney comes into, uh, he has to tour his own state. You guys get that, right? He tours his own state. I just went through a tour of the Great Salt Lake. Uh, he only, he visits us. He doesn't even live here. Um, he used us and uh, to get the Mormon vote. He did. And um, to get their faith and confidence in him, the bulk of the state. It's really, it's really manipulative and deceptive. But Romney said the feds are here to help. The feds are here. Uh, It's going to be expensive. Oh, my gosh, I'm shocked. But (laughs) we're here. We're here to get it done in your state. Oh, gosh. What would we do without Romney and the feds to save us? Um, And, of course, Spencer Cox licking his boots as normal. And uh, I just laugh every time I think of Romney and Cox, uh, Governor Cox being booed off the stage. I mean, they just were booed and booed and booed um, at the Republican convention. And uh, of course, Cox, came this is not nice, Um, but but this is what our city governments are all about. And you guys, we just got a $503 million budget and that went through and that's completely horse crap. That's, this is not, we don't need that. There needs to be an investigation into this budget.
4: How many times the over, the last, over the last decade mm-hmm. have we said, if we can't get our little dinky little city councils under control, how are we ever going to get the federal government under control? I know, control? you're
0: right. You're right. You're right. We have voter fraud. They won't look at We have um, all kinds of problems here. And, and you're right. If we can't do this... What do, how, why, don't even talk about the the no. feds don't even talk about the country we can't even fix the city Yeah, amazing and what, it's
4: not hard to fix the city
0: it's not yeah it's not um, if we showed up like we did the other day mm-hmm. in mass like that where they have to see your faces uh, and hear your comments and get shushed <laughs> by the mayor <laughs> shush um I'm just telling you, uh, we gotta we gotta concentrate locally. Be right back, Kate Daly Show. I'm with Uncle Milty today. We're live.
1: Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show.
0: So I've got Uncle Milty here. Yes, you do. <laughs> garage doors only. Make sure and get to garage doors only. Uh, they are hiring. So what a great place to work. A bunch of patriots. I love it. And uh, they're they're on Bluff Street. Uh, 435-868-1200. 435-868-1200. And just to make sure if you need a garage store, you're going to them. No, just bypass the big box stores. And nobody has customer service like garage doors only. So just get over there. They're awesome. (laughs) They are great. Fantastic. Give them a call. Tell them we sent you and best of Southern Utah, uh, several years in a row now. And for a good reason, they service Nevada, they service Utah, all of Utah, and, uh, they're just really good at what they do. So you're going to have an awesome garage door. What can I say? Um, And also get the get the collector's coin, please. Um, So many of you have emailed to say uh, how how beautiful it is, and it really is. It's so it's a beautiful coin, and you're investing in silver. Says the Kate Daly Show. Says, be faithful, be fearless. It's a gorgeous coin. We only have it up for a limited time. Just please get yours and help Truth and Radio exist, please. Um, We're at a point in our society right now where we lose the last few remaining shows like ours. Everything is then controlled. Everything. We are. We are one of the last few, and there's hardly anyone like us on the dial live. So, if you want to continue to listen to Truth and Radio, please support and get a coin or several, if you can, and uh, and you'll know that you've helped Truth and Radio. Go to KateDalyRadio.com. You'll see. You'll see the box that has the coin. Uh, just click on that. It's super easy to order, and then you know you've done something to help. And I really appreciate it. We all appreciate it. Um, I'm also speaking up at the Salt Palace October 20, uh, 22nd. Uh, so October twenty second, I'm speaking there, and uh, I'm going to be talking about underestimating Satan, and um, doing a presentation on that, and. I'll be speaking right after Tim Ballard. I'm the last, I think I'm the last speaker of the night on Saturday night, that Saturday night, uh, October 22nd. And so FIRM, Firm Foundation, is putting that on. And uh, you can even go to Visit Salt Lake, I think, for the link and information on that as well. Um, I was on Jesse James podcast yesterday. He was, he's awesome. Him and outcast It was great. <laughs> uh, Chris Ann goes on his show a lot and, uh, it was, a, it was a great hour spent with those guys as well. And then George Webb just put up my, our hour with him. Um, and, uh, he's got that up on his Twitter feed too. You can check that out from there as well. So, um, I just, I hope everybody kind of grasps the, the problem. And if you have any solutions, please call up, 888-673-1450. How do you train the, the people in city council, the majority of them, to understand what their role is, their job, when we're so far outside the, the norm? What was the op-ed from New York Times today? What did it say?
4: It said, throw, <laughs> throw out the broken constitution, the broken and famously Undemocratic U.S. Constitution stands in the way of real freedom and democracy. Well, this was an op-ed uh, by two Ivy League law professors.
0: Of course, I don't expect anything less to come out of them. They think that this is a democracy. They don't understand what a republic is. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah,
4: mm. one the law professor from Harvard, Ryan. Dearfler <laughs> <laughs> and Samuel Samuel Moin mm-hmm. of Yale mm-hmm. wrote yeah. this op-ed
0: Okay. Uh, we're in a world of hurt. Well, they're showing who they are and it's not hard to to see it, right? I mean, they're more it's so obvious now they're just saying it. Uh, we have so much to talk about in today's show, especially with Dr. Pesta too, but uh I did want to talk about this though. Um, the lawmakers are really busy right now putting together a commission for trans athletes. The judge did an injunction, right? They can participate, mm-hmm. right?
5: Mm-hmm.
0: How many are we talking about? How many trans kids are playing sports? Yeah, want to play sports? Good enough to play sports? I don't. How many is there? I, I don't know.
4: It's never I, answered. It's far less mm-hmm. than one half of 1% of students. Far less.
0: I just don't understand the If you're a boy, go into boy sports. You're biologically a boy. If you're biologically a girl, go into girl sports. What what is so hard to understand? Why is this such a hard thing? That it it, it boggles one's mind. And so if you're if you're a trans and uh, you can't play sports, I'm sorry, is this the biggest problem you have? I, I think you have bigger fish to fry. The,
4: the real question I have is, do these kids really think that they're trans, gender, uh-huh. or is it their parents pushing them into it? Because this all came about because of parents suing. Right. To make sure their little boy can play yeah, as a girl. A couple of parents. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead.
3: Hi, Milton. Mike, how's it going? Hey, I know, I know, I'm calling as an outsider, but mm-hmm. I'm just calling to kind of show that a lot of what you all talk about, you know, and I love St. George. I love that area. Mm-hmm. It's one of the prettiest places in the country. But, um, you know, in my home county in Florida, Walton County, um, you know, the commissioners had a bright idea to buy a golf course mm-hmm. that was completely needed to be condemned, basically. Right. Yeah. But they bought it and they poured money into it. You know, and I, I have a couple of points on, I think, that are universal. Okay. But, um, you know, the reason they're wanting to do the local parks and all that is because they get to put up a sign with their name. <laughs> on <You know? laughs>
5: There There's, is a little I mean, of that. I have
3: a theory mm-hmm. that most of your local politicians are are closet or even out-and-out out narcissists. That mm. they're, they, Maybe. They have to be worshiped. Yeah, you know?
0: yeah, yeah. Maybe. And so
3: another, oh, go ahead.
0: No, I, I'm just agreeing. Yeah, you're probably right on that. Yeah. Go ahead.
3: <laughs> right, <laughs> right. And so I, I think the reason that they're running up taxes, and they're doing this, you know, pretty much nationwide, mm-hmm. um, they're running them up on purpose because if we go into an economic collapse or a downturn, mm-hmm. a severe downturn, which I think is happening, that infrastructure is going to need to be paid for, and it's going to lead to people not being able to pay their property taxes, right? which is going to lead to confiscation, which fulfills the own nothing agenda.
0: You're right. Agenda. You're right. You're right. They're fulfilling their okay. piece of, the, of the agenda. Yeah.
3: And, you know, like I said, I love Utah, especially mm-hmm. where you all are. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it's, it, it, and I have a solution. It makes me so mad to see them, they're running basically the Colorado play on in Utah,
0: mm, right? Yeah.
3: And prior to that, it was called the California play. You yeah, know, you're right. Uh, it wasn't that long ago that Colorado was red. And the, the whole western side of the state is still very red. Yeah. But you, yeah, they came in and they controlled Denver area, just like they're controlling Salt Lake, mm-hmm. and it, it, which a lot of power emanates from there. Right. So, um, but the solution is what... Milky did last week. And Mm -hmm. that is to show up in mass, and that scares the daylights out of them. The grasshoppers don't like to see ants. Yeah, that's true. It scares
0: them to death. That is very true. That's all you got to do. Thank yep. you for that. Thank you. Really appreciate the call. And they, they did. They said over and over, what a tough decision. Tough to say. Oh what, a t- oh, what a tough decision this is. You know, did any of them mention that they were going to increase taxes the whole time they were in and lobby for that when no. they were trying to address you to get you to vote for them for city council? No. Of course, they were against that. The second they get in, hand over the heart. We love our country. We have to tax you. We're so sorry. They don't have to tax. We ha- We pay enough in taxes. Just can't stick to a budget.
4: You know, the caller made another good point about uh-huh. they want their names put on the yeah, plaque yeah, or the sign. Yeah. Because during the Sermon of the Mount, Jesus said, when you give, don't let your right hand know what your left hand yeah, is doing. Right, right. You know, right. you're supposed to do those things anonymously. That's where the giving comes.
0: <laughs> so true.
4: If you need a pat mm-hmm. on the back yeah. every time you give, you're not really giving much. Yeah. And who gets
0: to uh, sanction all the new multi-million dollar parks? I mean, how do they sanction it? Here's my biggest question. How do they sanction it out of need? You don't need it. So how do they get you to, how do they do it? And then it's just sort of slyly put into the budget as a new capital project. Mm -hmm. But how are they getting away with that? So is there an end? Could they put in 20 more multi-million dollar parks and say it's our our identity as as a city? I'm sorry, why do we need an identity? We're just a city. OK, stop with the whole identity that it's it's a it's just a crock of crap. So so why do why do we do this? Why do we need it? They they can't even justify anything that they're doing as need. Why do they need all these golf courses for tourism? So if we have so much tourism, and it's going so well. Why are we at a two million dollar deficit every year
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that we're paying for? So we can just have them? I don't understand.
4: Well, it's it's called a return on investment.
0: Ah, we just and, don't get it. And they spend <laughs> a lot any. of
4: money bringing these people <laughs> oh, here, yeah. and they're not getting a return on their investment. Right. That's the problem. They keep telling us how much money these people bring here. Right. But we're always needing more tax money.
0: Yeah. And how many millions are we putting out for the marathon yeah, every
4: year? Right. Week? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and it's not just that, add them all up. Well, look at the aquatic center. For 12 yeah. years, you've been paying for this aquatic center to be fixed and fixed and fixed every single year with rehab every single year, okay? And 500000 a million, 500000 a million. I mean, did they say that when they open up the aquatic center? Of course they don't. And so why do we need that as a, as a society? If somebody wanted to start that as a business, a private business, and pay, charge people to go in, great. Why are they doing it as a business? And then every year you have this worked into the budget for repair costs.
4: Well, in all fairness, I remember the day when all 80,000 people in St. George were at the pool. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
4: yeah, I mean, uh-huh. come
0: on, you know, they have the pool and the aquatics. center. I mean, this is just so... It's out of hand. No one's saying no to them. Now you have a city manager making um, over $250,000 a year with a staff of eight for 95,000 people. If he can't do his job and he needs eight people, don't you think he should be fired?
4: Yeah, it's not Los Angeles.
0: (laughs) I mean, if there's anything listening to him say on tape... Um, you have to do this by tonight. And a city council member, Michelle Tanner says, no, we don't. We have till September. And he goes, oh yeah, I'm new. When you hear this kind of stuff, when you hear his assistant that wrote the budget say to you, um, this is all carryover from COVID and people believe that when our budgets have been astronomically higher than normal and the average much higher than Provo in the same situation, they even have more people than us. And, and to say that with a straight face, that is very deceptive. That's not true. That's not true. There's no like that. Not carryover came from 2020. It, Our budget was high, <laughs> 2021 and 2022.
4: It, if he really mm-hmm. didn't know the answer, right? And he's really that new. How do you justify a two hundred sixty yeah, thousand yeah. dollars? How do you salary? justify
0: that with all of his eight assistants?
4: I mean if that's insane. the case then I should get the job well, for about 450 dollars Esplin
0: <laughs> after 30 years was making 150. I mean after 30 years this guy's brand new and cuts himself a nice check who's over the budget. Oh isn't that isn't that nice to be over the budget and grant yourself an extra 100 grand a year. No. Come on. That's highway robbery. He should be investigated. Be right back Kate Daly
5: show.
1: Talk lines are open now.
0: Yep. Up there. I didn't turn out liberal. I grew up there. And uh, please don't come here and with your with your liberal values. Um, get them changed before you move here, please. We, we beg of you. Because <laughs> oh, you can see it surfacing in like Daniel Larkin and Greg and Jimmy and, and Natalie oh, yeah. and, and Michelle Randall and Adam Lenhart. It's all about shoring up the liberal values. And the liberal values are don't do what your job is as a city adopt all these other things you can go ahead and spend money on that you have no authority to spend money on um, and really and it's fine Ugh. anyway don't even get me started that was great um, Uncle Milty sent me that so uh, I just wanted to mention Auto Body Central uh, if you're in an accident you get to choose your provider so just choose them easy peasy uh, they are a five-star rated company they're just incredible at what they do They're great. They'll get your car right back to you. It'll look perfect. And uh, they'll work with the insurance company for you. They'll even come to your home and they'll even do um, the assessment there. You don't even have to do anything. Isn't that great? Uh, Auto Body Central. What great guys. Great supporter of this show. And uh, please use them. Use their service. They really are that good. And I've used them plenty of times. So I should know. They're, They're fantastic. ABC Auto Body Central. Um, If you utilize the sponsors on this program, I'm telling you, these are good people that really care about you and free speech. That's that's amazing to me. Love it. It's fantastic. All right. We'll take a caller. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead.
6: Yes, I was at that council meeting the other day uh, Mm -hmm. for the first 40 minutes, so I want to share some things that you didn't bring up on Saturday. Sure. Uh, Unfortunately, I didn't hear your show uh, so far today, but I doubt these uh, came up. Uh, First of all, uh, this is really kind of important. Randall started the show by... uh, Basically, disenfranchising part of our city. She said uh, she banned uh, city uh, residents from attending that meeting and, and asking questions or bringing petitioning them. And she went talking about all renters. By definition, a, a renter is still a citizen of the city, they still vote, right. and they are paying taxes, property taxes. They pay it through their rent. Mm-hmm. So it's, they're paying it indirectly, but they're still paying right. it. She said at the me, me, beginning of the meeting, you will not, we will only accept statements from those that have received their our bills from us. So I argue that's very much like uh, banning anybody that's black from speaking in that member, meeting, even though there's members you're right. of, of the right. town. Yeah, you're right. And, you can argue it's even worse because there's less blacks of the population in our city than there are renters. I think the figure is something like between fifteen and twenty percent. I saw right. it once how many people are renting. Mm-hmm. But she outlawed it. She said you will not talk in She's, here. You cannot and, have an opinion, know, huh? Yeah, wow. the First Amendment of the Constitution says you have a right. You know, she takes swears to that. This is a, a old political well, tradition. Didn't they, didn't they, Mark, so Mark didn't they pride them themselves
0: right. on this? Didn't they pride themselves on truth in taxation meeting? And then all of them, like Daniel Larkin, were like, oh, this process is amazing because it's so truthful. Well, how can it be truthful if you're excluding a bunch of people that yeah. need to be heard from?
6: Yeah, she said, uh, the Constitution says you have a right to petition government for regress mm-hmm. and grievances. All those people were not allowed to, uh, that are renters, to speak about their increase right. in rent because of property taxes to their, to the landlords. But I'll move on to the next point I want to make, uh, and that is about, uh, there's a, this is what the Congress did several decades ago. They started these non-discretionary parts of their budget, and it basically is a way of not being accountable. They're saying, well, I can't lower taxes because that's non-discretionary spending. Mm-hmm. But the non-discretionary spending is not in the Constitution. They just wrote a law that says we're going to, uh, ha- the spending is going to increase the cost of living and so forth, and we're not going to touch it. And so they're saying... We can't touch it, but they they wrote the laws that said that. And the the city is the same thing. she, You know, that, oh, that slimy, uh, amoral socialist uh, manager, was it Lenhardt is his name? Mm -hmm. Uh, He he basically was telling us, we are going to be, what does it say at the end of the Bible? You're going to get pox, you're going to get curses on your, uh, if you you, uh, go beyond what's in the Bible. Mm -hmm. He said that um, if you... Excuse me. If we reduce or take anything out of the general revenue fund, there can be suits. Uh, he said some two or three mm-hmm. things, horrible things that are going to happen. What's the general fund is mainly just socialism. Right. It's uh, th- thievery. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, he's saying if we take anything out of that and move it over to uh, paying for police services, fire services, all these terrible things that can happen. In other words, he's arguing you have to have socialism or you're, you know po- pox on your mm-hmm.
5: houses, right? Uh,
0: So they have to have their fund, uh, their precious fund, and they're not allowed to touch that. And so he's basically telling the city council members, you're going to vote this way. Like you have to do what we're saying.
6: Right, and and he, no statement about, well, uh, we can move, move this over and this, can, and so but it was all about it's a bad thing to move from that. You have to have new taxes to pay for the, these extra ser, uh, services for those uh, uh, first responders. But anyway, back to the point. So non-discretionary is basically what they've done, the same thing. My guess is they passed their own law that says we can't talk uh, this part of the budget. So the general fund's only 34%, but, you know, still a major part, mm-hmm. and they're saying we can't touch this. Section he can't we can't touch this section we can only touch the general fund if you do that all these horrible things may happen to you and that's basically how how, how he presented it and and so my guess and I I, I doubt uh, maybe the mayor did it on her own mm-hmm. uh, she just declared it like an edict <laughs> I doubt they passed a law I doubt uh, Michelle Tanner was involved in this but it's really good to know who's wrote, wrote the law that you can't touch the other parts of the bu- budget well they've I mean.
0: compartmentalized the budget now and uh, and and then they leverage. Budget, right, so they get what they want by compartmentalizing the budget. It's supposed to be just a budget. They have made way too much right. into this, and they have now created uh, zones of the budget that cannot be touched. There's something very yeah. wrong there. Yeah, yeah, it's all pretense. They're right, pretending
6: right. we can't do it, right. but they pass the law that say we right. can, and then they cite that law. That law could be if they pass a law, it could be abolished immediately. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, but that, the only part that he said was this 34 percent of the budget, general fund. Uh, they had that up on the wall. What is involved in that? At. One of the categories is leisure service. Do you mm. think our founding fathers would turn over in their <laughs> oh my gosh, they, yes. that the grave if they said the city's supposed to, the government's supposed to provide leisure yes. services? Yes. You know, what is that? Prostitution <laughs> uh, <I> mean, <laughs>
5: and, and housing. That's subsidized services,
6: housing, Mark That's new pleasure. new pickleball courts, golf courses, <laughs> parks, of course. Uh, out of out right. of town conferences. Yeah. Uh, uh Theaters. They and they own them. The, op- you know, know. the opera theater. The electric theater. The airport ownership. Subsidized. Billion-dollar airlines. Uh, you know mm-hmm. what we? One thing we need to do is get a hold of that. It just makes you sick. At least half of what's in the general fund should be is outright Marxism, socialism. It's got to be abolished. Uh, get, and go through that. And that's what we need. Uh, at least expose it, and then get rid of this disc- non-discretionary stuff. Yeah, uh, <laughs>
0: you're right. They hide yeah. behind it. They do. Thank you so much. I love your call. And uh, I, also, I, I pointed out on the wastewater, on the sewage plant that they did that was all predicated upon upon the growth that we did not have and they said that they in a few years they would check the growth and then they don't have to do phase three and they don't have to do these different phases that cost multi-million dollar uh, projects um if the growth wasn't there the growth isn't there and yet you're still seeing the project go see so this is so important this show and friday show because this is spelling out why we're in such a big level of hurt in this city and why they're getting away with so manipulatively getting away with such a large astronomical really criminal budget of 503 million dollars this is why
4: yeah, I tried that with my wife once. Uh-huh. Money was a little tight. I was uh-huh. playing a lot of golf. And right. she says, you're going to have to cut out some of your golf. And I said, no, that's a non-discretionary expenditure.
0: <laughs> you can't touch yeah, that part didn't of the budget. Work. <laughs> <laughs> I bought all junk food and I didn't buy any milk. I didn't buy any like uh, meat. I didn't buy any of the things for dinner. So I just told Clint I needed more budget because I put all the crap. I got all my junk food in there, but I didn't buy any of the important stuff I was supposed to buy. Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't work, right? Doesn't work at home. Doesn't work in your marriage, does it? No. But the city does it, and they get away with it. All of them, except for Michelle Tanner, should be fired.
4: Yep, every last one.
0: Every last one. You're paying for eight people to do a city manager job, and if you need eight people plus a guy making two hundred and sixty thousand dollars a year, we're in trouble. We're in trouble. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, and who's over that, who makes that decision on, on how he gets to do that? Well, they're passed in every budget they put forth. Like Michelle Randall wanted, what was it? 42 or 44 new positions. Mm -hmm. These are all full time with Benny's, um, hello. And nobody's saying no to that because they got that passed in the budget. That's a huge amount of people to hire in one year for 95,000 piddly little people. And it's only 31,000 households. That's an awful lot of people.
4: And nobody ever checks on who they actually hire. Either. I know, right? <laughs> and
0: um, Adam Lenhart had seven years previously for Clearfield uh, before he came here. He's not new. Don't let him tell you he's new. What was he really trying to say, Uncle Milty, When I think, he said, I, I'm new. I made a big mistake. Uh, oh, sorry. I think
4: what he meant what to say, he, he didn't finish the thought. Oh. When he said, I'm new, uh-huh. what he meant to say was, I'm new at getting pushback.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's so true. Yeah. <laughs> that is the truth. And when everybody kept saying, oh, this is so difficult, and oh, oh my gosh, all you guys are here, and oh, this is so hard, all I kept thinking was, this isn't hard. The only thing hard about this is you're getting called on it, you got uh-huh. faces to look at. Uh-huh. That's the only thing hard about it, um, please, but this is important, and the only reason we're pointing it out um, uh, is because we, if we don't learn why we're this way, and we're trying to point out all the reasons why we're in this pickle, then we can't fix it. So a lot of people wonder how they get a budget up $80 million every year, every year, another $80 million tacked on for 95,000 people and only 31,000 households. That's, that's robbery. Okay. So if we don't, if we don't start saying no to these people and getting them out of office, you know, Jimmy Hughes sat up there and he said, I've been up here for 10 years. So I'm part of the problem. Well, yeah, yeah, you are part of the problem. Get out. Why are you there? He's a he's a place card for a vote. He he gets told what to say by the city manager mm-hmm. and the city manager's thugs, and then he votes that way. Same with Danielle. Same with Greg. They all. It it's like, uh, uh, why why are you there? Why are you in politics? There's no reason for you to be there. You're 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 supposed to get in if you have a backbone and if you have courage to say no and to change something and and draw it down. Right. Get away from the big government spending. None of them are doing that. They all added to it. In the course of Jimmy's career, I mean, my gosh, we went from $160 million to $503 million, and we only added 20,000 people. <laughs> and he's responsible as a yes vote every year. So is Michelle Randall before she became mayor. She said yes, 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 yes. And this was after, after John Pike and Steve Urquhart ruined her uh, ambulance business. And she still supported him. Something weird's going on there. Anyway. I just
4: I just hope the new people coming here uh-huh. are not any more expensive.
0: Sounds like they are, though. Sounds like we pluck them from someplace else, and they're just liberal enough to make the grade,
4: mm-hmm. liberal
0: progressive enough, and they pop them in, and then they never lose their job. Right? They're always in. Always. And they're protected. If you can sit there and make an error like that, why is Adam Lenhart still employed? If you can say, and you can swear to the fact that everybody had to come up with a decision that night... City Council member Michelle Tanner calls you on it and says, no, we have till September. Not we don't have to do it tonight by tonight. And then he goes, oops. I mean, I'm sorry. What do you have to do so bad that finally you get you get fired? I would say that's a pretty egregious thing to do. So you don't know your business. You don't know how to run a city. If you're saying this to people and you got it that wrong, then you should be fired. It makes sense. But. Do they get fired? It just seems like nobody that works in government ever gets fired for anything. I don't know, unless they're fired for being a conservative, who knows. But um, I just just wonder about that, because that, that is an employed position, not elected. He could be fired at any time. So Michelle Randall must really like the fact that we have to pay out the nose for him and eight people to do the job. Otherwise, maybe he would not be here. But we got a very liberal police chief. We have all these li- total liberal progressives in, in our city offices. This is how you change a city from a red city to a California city, to a Colorado city. Is You just keep hiring all these progressive liberals that'll march with Black Lives Matters. These kinds of individuals. And then, you get, then you get a city turned inside out, and that's what we have here. Yep. And thank you for those that showed up, the over 200 people. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts for showing up. You... You are the ones helping this city. Yep, you are owed a debt of gratitude for showing up there. We'll be right back on the Kate Daly Show.
1: When it comes to trust, you can't beat the love from Subaru and the team at Findlay Subaru. Subaru was named the most trusted and best performance brand in the 2022 Kelly Blue Book Brand Image Awards. Findlay Subaru received the 2022 Subaru Love Promise Customer and Community Commitment Award. Working with local partners like St. George Animal Hospital and the Washington County School District. Come reserve your new Subaru at Findlay Subaru on the saving side of the freeway or findlaysubaru.com. Hi, this is Dr. Jason Edwards from the Zion Eye Institute. As our eyes age, it's normal to get cataracts, where the lens in your eye becomes cloudy and your vision is blurry. But the good news is cataracts are treatable, and often your vision is restored to levels you haven't had in years. At the Zion Eye Institute, we've removed thousands of cataracts. we opened in
3: 1979.